Okay, with James Fagu, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaves is the short script. Uh, he's the winner. Uh, I think he's, the, I don't even think he's 20 years old yet. Uh, winner at the Student and Young Filmmakers Film Festival. Really great script. Uh, you're very young. Uh, I'm just very curious. Are you just, you're you in school right now? Yeah, currently I'm in Glendale Community College. So it's like 20 minutes from where I live by car. Um, I'm hoping to transfer next year too. To what? to uh uc or uh cs and i'm doing a film major as well just uh trying to knock school out the way cool and uh and so basically what in, in terms of the like so you want to for you want to be, be a filmmaker or a screenwriter that's your kind of aspiration yeah right now that's the long-term goal to be a screenwriter i would also want to like dabble in like uh directing as well if i get the chance but right now screenwriting heavily so you're 19, correct? Yeah. And your birthday's on Halloween? You'll be 20 on Halloween? Yeah, it is. How how was it to have your birthday on Halloween? It's pretty it's pretty, it was more fun when I was younger cuz I could trick or treat and get candy and cake at home. Yeah. But it's still <laughs> it's still really fun. It's my favorite. It's my favorite holiday too cuz it's my birthday as well. So do you do you still dress up for your birthday then? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, um I always try to like a creative costume. So it's good. It's good having your birthday on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, there's this feature screenplay there, right? So I'm just throwing it at you. <laughs> oh yeah, guys, birthdays on Halloween, yeah. right? Shenanigans take giving place. Giving away, giving away free ideas. Yeah, of course. No, I'm just saying. It's like you're, it's your birthday, right? Yeah, gotta make it personal. Okay, so tell me about uh, your screenplay uh, writing progress. This is six pages. It, it won. Uh, have you written screenplays before this script? Yeah, I've written a couple shorts. I've written a feature that I also put in some competitions. And um, this is another short. And my process is really just like outlining where I want to start and where I want to end. The middle is usually really hard for me, but I usually like try to because usually when I just write without any outline process I usually don't finish the screenplay yeah so I've been trying to really focus on the pre-write process yeah so like template and outline and see like just map out a lot of scenes and then put them in different orders and then see how it works take some scenes out add some scenes and then all that before I start writing it's so this script is uh, is shootable. You said you want to be a director, meaning that you can, it, from a pretty pretty limited budget, you can make a really great film with this. The way it's written, was that done yeah, on purpose? Yeah, I hope to. Yeah, it is. Everything I've been trying to write, I've been trying to like think how I can make it into a movie. So with like a low budget, because I have a I have a job, but I don't want to like break the bank completely. Um, yeah, is there where yeah so you basically but this is something you want to make into a film yeah i think i would want to so so i think that yeah i think it, it's perfectly it's perfectly written so in terms of this particular script have you have you directed a film before or i've directed one uh one short film with one of my friends and uh but I really, I learned a lot from it. I've done some with my school as well. So, but one independent and then a, two with school. Two with school. And then, and then would yeah. this be something you want to do at school or be, be something you want to do like for yourself? 
uh, I'll be cool with either. Um, either would be cool. I think. And what more? What what motivated you to send out the to the screenplay contest like ours, just to get feedback? What was your kind of agenda? Yeah, mostly just to get feedback. And I was talking to some people in the industry, like some family friends, and they said that screenplay competitions are really helpful. And um, it's cool to see like professionals read your stuff um, from like a non-biased look. Sometimes that really helps. Like that really helped with this screenplay as well. Just like the feedback's really, um, I, I find it really valuable. So have you send out to other, uh, other contests like ours? For feedback, a uh, few, yeah. In this particular yeah, one, we gave you uh, uh, feedback. What did you think about what they had to say about your script? I really appreciate the feedback. Um, I made sure to edit it and put it back up, and then uh, I really it was really detailed feedback. So I really appreciate that. And they, there was a couple of suggestions, I guess, or like in terms of plotting. Was it? Did you like? It's one of those things where it's, it's subjective, right? Where like you have a clear thematic so when someone gives you a suggestion you yeah i even someone who who organizes screenplay contests you got you take it with a grain of salt i guess right yeah but uh, i really i thought everything was uh i really appreciate all the feedback and um i thought it was like i felt like you guys actually like read through it because sometimes i send it to people and i feel like they skim through but i felt like you guys really like really cared and like paid attention so i really appreciate that yeah, that's that's our job, right? Yeah, I'm I'm assuming people do skim, even though it's only six pages, right? Yeah, I mean it's hard to read. I, I sometimes I do as well whenever I'm reading other people's stuff. Because yeah, but you're not you do don't know if it's like you're not doing be... it for a job, right? You're not doing you're not making you're not doing it for for money, I guess, right? That's true. That's true. So okay, so you so you what did you think about the performance? We send you the performance. I really like the performance too. I uh, I sent it to my friends and family, and we all, we all just rewatch it. And uh, I really like that the voiceover. It really like brings a lot to it. In the interpretation of your two characters, your two leads, I guess it's that's another subjective thing, right? Where I'm sure you have something in your in your head, in your with the dialogue you wrote, and then and then then someone's interpreting your words. It must be interesting yeah. to hear for the first time. Yeah, it's a really cool experience um, seeing it come to life like that. So, what are you up to now? You uh, so you're gonna you're 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 at the, your summer vacation. You're gonna go to school and then and then uh, try to like try I guess get good grades and then try to go to U.S. You said to, to a bigger school, I guess. Yeah, getting good grades hard for me. I'm like I'm not good at school, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to focus on grades and. Uh, going to transfer and then hoping to just continue writing, continue uh, watching movies and making movies. So you watch a lot of movies? Yeah, I would say so. So do you, uh, I saw that you had uh, the the Dark Knight uh, films, the one, the film that you saw the most times in your life that you said in, uh, in the blog interview. Yeah. It was like Batman Begins was, was like, the movie that got me into like like watching movies more carefully and like it really got me to watch more and more movies and like see like the filmmaking process so i definitely watched the dark knight trilogy a lot but when like i'm just because dark a dark knight came uh I, you were only five i guess right 
I think you were four, yeah. to be honest with you, because it came summer. When did you first watch yeah. the film? I was saying uh, Dark Knight. Uh, what happened? When did you first watch the film? Like the, It came out when you were four years old. Yeah, I watched it in 2018 for the first time, and I watched all three that year. And uh, and then I, that was when I really like started love for cinema. So like kind of later in my like when I was like 15, I think. Okay, so you weren't four. <laughs> I was getting a little yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you he's got his, well as for this podcast, um, it'll record later. But we uh, his new film's coming out. You're gonna go watch it. Yeah, I'm actually gonna watch that tonight at uh, 9 p.m. Oh, so you're going tonight to watch it? Yeah, pretty excited. So who do you who are you, are you going by yourself? Are you going with somebody else or? I'm going with another one of my friends. He's like he's a big fan of Nolan as well. So we were pretty excited. We've been uh, as soon as like we announced this movie was announced, we've been like heavy into it. So with uh, all of his other movies that Nolan's done, just a uh, big fan. What's the what's the experience like? You like is it the pre-purchase seat that you got already, or is it or is it like what's the what's the experience you're going to? Um. We tried to get like a 70 millimeter IMAX screening, but they're all booked out. So we got uh so we got like a 35 millimeter screening and it's all booked out already, but we managed to get some good seats. Um but it's gonna be a packed theater. But it's like general mission, like I know like a lot of seats in it like where you can like re pre you can like pre pre order pre pre order the seat, I guess you're gonna have. Yeah, we pre ordered these ones just because uh uh, it was already getting packed out, and we we just wanted to get it just in case, like there was no yeah. seats, like when we got there. And do you have a ritual when you watch a movie? Like, do you like popcorn, M and M's, or soda? Uh, yeah, popcorn and like a slushy. A slushy. Yeah. <laughs> so the scene. What about is... you? What's your? Uh... What's you mine? Oh, no, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, so basically, I had a friend of mine who um, this is like I'm I'm older than you, so I watch we watch a lot of movies. I used to go to the movies all the time, not not so much anymore. But mm-hmm. um, so basically, this is you're gonna think this is crazy, but basically, big like extra large popcorn, right? But mm-hmm. you know how they have like nachos, nacho sections at some popcorn places. Yeah. But they did them like when we were in, in we. I grew up in Niagara Falls, right? So basically. In Niagara Falls, they had all the nacho sections. So they had hot peppers, you know, those jalapeno peppers in Ooh. part of the nachos. Yeah. So we put jalapeno peppers into the into the popcorn, like a bunch of them. Ooh. And then we that shake it up, good. right? So we like put the popcorn in half and we shake it up really tight. And then basically, and then we have, we, be, we each shared a, a large, an extra large popcorn. And so I had a jalapeno, kind of the juice in the jalapeno peppers within the popcorn, and then of course a diet, a diet, a diet coke to go with it. That 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 was my that's my uh, that's my. <laughs> it sounds crazy. Sounds if you good. like hot stuff, it's like it's it's it's. I that's highly true. recommend it. People might think it's gross, but that's what we used to do. That sounds real. I might have to add that to my ritual. I'm I'm telling you, guarantee. Try it. Try it out. So basically, you of course you have to have you have to steal the jalapeno peppers from the. The nacho section, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So, which mm-hmm. which some places that. it's easy to do. <laughs> yeah, and then a lot I'm of places too have uh, a lot of places too. They have like the extra large popcorn. You can get a refill. I don't even know if they have that anymore. This is how old I am. Basically, then of course we just got used to get a refill and just do it again. 
I think they still do that. Do they still? I know they do that for the extra large like soda and the popcorn, just like because we're all like crazy spoiled people. We're eating like junk food too much, right? So that's my ritual. <laughs> that sounds good. I gotta try that out. I might try that tonight. Yeah, try. I'm telling you, guarantee it. To guarantee during, I actually did that during the, the midnight screening of The Dark Knight in 2008. So, are you gonna go see Oppenheimer? Uh, I'm. I my my wife says my wife says I should go because uh, I haven't been in the movies in a long time. She's not gonna go see it, but I'll. She says I should go see it with somebody else because I actually do. I think it's gonna. It's it's a movie that should be seen in the theater. I don't. I don't believe all movies. I'm not true. gonna be. The cinephile, even though I run a film festival, I don't do not believe all movies need to be seen in the theater, but I think that that one specifically needs to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I can wait for Mission Impossible and watch it on my on my on on my television. I think that I'm going to get the experience, but that movie I have to go. I have to go see it in the theater. Yeah, are you going to see an IMAX or just? Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to see IMAX, but it was all booked out. So yeah, but you'll see it again. So basically, that's that's what that's what Christopher Nolan movies are all about. You watch it, you get you you take in the experience, and then you kind of analyze it the second and third time if you can. So that's true. That's true. Because <laughs> his movies are a little bit. His, his movies are. He he always tries to. I think I was mentioning this today. He always tries to hit a grand slam home run with all his films. Like he tries to go. He tries to go for it. He tries to make a masterpiece every every single time. He, he makes yeah. What do you think of? What'd you think of Tenet, his last movie? It was great. Yeah. I don't think that I like I think that what was the one that uh I actually liked his older like I liked his old I like Memento. I think this is that that's his best film, mm-hmm. but that's that's just me. That one's amazing. I love that yeah. one too. Cause it was a gimmick film, but it was like it, it had a really strong thematic to it, and I thought that it was it made sense. It was like it's very tough film to make plotting wise and he had like no budget mm-hmm. i thought that he that, that that's a masterpiece that's a, according to myself that's a masterpiece and it's like it's a complete different style from like his newer movies like Oppenheimer, interstellar yeah like you just see his budget go up and up and he still does amazing stuff with it so yeah, yeah. and what was the one that he did the the the, the, the magician one i actually like that one a lot too oh yeah the prestige is so this good prestige too. i thought that was a pretty that was a pretty good movie too yeah, I love the prestige too. He did one before Memento called Following, and that one, uh, it had like I think it had a lower budget than Memento, but that one's like an underrated one he did. Yeah, you know, I think it was his first feature. No, that that was the one he did on an on independent budget. He just did it for like the one when the, it's the it's the voyeuristic one, in which all the, that's the theme of all his films, really. But mm-hmm. we're all kind of peeking into this universe. He always that that's how he shoots his films. So yeah. So yeah, he definitely has a unique style. All right, man. Well, congratulate. I think that you're like onto something. So like, like not like I'm telling you, you're in the five percent category of of winners. So you got this short script. I thought it. We thought it was fantastic. I think that you can even tighten up a little bit. But I think this could be a really great short film if you want to make it with some. And I'm sure there'll be some. There's some. Some. You live in an area where there's so many talented actors who love, love, love to do these two roles. So I would highly recommend that you shoot it. And then I think you're on your way. Awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast too. All right, man. We'll talk and enjoy the movie tonight. Awesome. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six.